Welcome to Travolting. Hosted by Jeff Sweeney and Stuart Elmore. Covering Urban Cowboy. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, to our episode, as we said, on Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. Thank you for joining us last week to cover uh, Moment by Moment, an episode we have absolutely already recorded and had a lengthy discussion about. Um, Jeff, do you remember anything about that movie? No, I do not. I don't remember anything about the movie. Let's just move on to a, a much better movie. Yeah. And by the way, Urban Cowboy, good good movie. Pretty good movie. But it's not, it's not that good. It's just that much better than Moment by Moment. It's pretty good movie. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. We are covering Urban Cowboy. Right. Um, a movie about a cowboy who lives in an urban environment. Yep. By urban environments. Yes, it is absolutely an urban Comes from an actual old saying of somebody who is like a city boy who dresses up in cowboy attire to pretend to be a cowboy. But that they're is, not a real cowboy. That's like going to the thesaurus and looking up all the synonyms for the words urban and cowboy, putting them in a sentence and saying that that is what the saying means. Well, it's more of a, it's like a derogatory for like when you see someone at a bar wearing a cowboy hat, but they live in Queens. You're like, fuck off, man. What are you doing? Well, this movie's not set in Queens. Not though set there in are Queens. some sizable cowboy hats. There are some. There are a lot ten, of cowboy hats. 10 gallon boys in here. Up to 15 gallons, I would say. Uh, yeah, I could probably... I could probably agree with that. Up to 15 gallons. Yes. So. This film is not set in Queens. It's set in Houston, nope. Texas. Houston, Texas. Um, Have you ever been to Houston, Jeff? I've never been to Texas. I've never been to Texas either. I really want to go, though. Now is not the time to go. You, um, well, I, well, yeah. I mean, no, no disrespect to any. No disrespect to the Texans. Your, your power company has failed well, you. Well, but hopefully by the time folks are listening to this episode, like, yeah, everything's, been sorted, everything's been sorted out. You guys have power. People aren't dying anymore. Uh, (laughs) thoughts for the the people of texas yeah thoughts and uh yeah thoughts for the people of texas we will now be covering the defining work of their culture (laughs) urban cowboy cowboy. (laughs) i didn't realize we were recording this like pretty much during the texas crisis this movie has like six songs in it about texas yeah it does yep all in gillies yes all in gillies the bar a real bar it a real bar burned down. But uh, we are getting the cart well before the horse on this one. <laughs> we are. <coughs> My apologies. Oh God, no! Oh God. Does it bother you that I'm not cutting? This is any the this first out? recording of the day. This is the first recording of the day. All right. History, Urban His, Cowboy. Yes. This movie is directed by James Bridges. James Bridges. Previously to this, he had done the film The China Syndrome. Yeah. Which was nominated for quite a few Oscars mm-hmm. uh, two years prior. He did. I actually know. read a book that had a chapter about the China Syndrome recently. Really? Uh, Reagan Land by Rick Perlstein, if anyone's wow. interested. Wow. Um, but the film screenplay was adapted by Bridges and his co-writer Aaron Latham from yeah. an article that was in Esquire magazine. Uh, it was named "The Ballad of the Urban Cowboy." Yeah, America's Search for True Grit. You know, you know what else? You know what another movie is based off of a newspaper article or a magazine article? What Saturday Night Fever? Yes. Well, you see, the thing is, we, we, we dial it back like twenty seconds. Dial yeah. it back like twenty seconds. Yeah. It's called "Ballad of the Urban Cowboy." America's Search for True Grit. Yeah. And it was not until 30 years later that they finally discovered True Grit, 
with uh, Jeff Bridges and with uh, Matt Damon. Is Jeff Bridges related to James Bridges? They have, there's no relation. I thought the same thing. Are we positive about Absolutely. this? Absolutely. You looked it up? Yes. Okay. James Bridges has nothing to do with True Grit. You know, I, I was uh, just saying that America was looking for it, and then we found it in nineteen in uh, 2010. You know, Brothers uh, this isn't the only collaboration. That was a between... terrible joke. I'm so sorry, everyone. It was a terrible joke. I'm not even acknowledging it. Um, this was not the only collaboration between our boy, Travolta, and James Bridges. Yes, did another movie in 1985 Perfect. Perfect. Which we'll be covering in a few weeks. We, we will be covering in a few weeks um, from just the... I've never seen it. Don't know anything about it. But from what I can tell in the Metascore... It ma- is not perfect. It is not a perfect movie. <laughs> we had to do it, folks. We had to do it. So, yeah. James Bridges. But yes, this is based on a Esquire magazine article called The Battle of the Urban Cowboy. Yep. Um, and it is very much a similar movie to... Saturday Night Fever, which Stuart's yeah. been deeply hinting towards wanting to talk about. I really want to talk about how much this, like, we're yeah. not going to get into it now, but, like, throughout when we talk about the plot of this movie, I'm going to be drawing a lot of threads to how this is just the cowboy I, I, version I of Saturday Night Fever. I saw a review of this that just called it, like, the uh, um, Saturday Night Fever and the Honky Tonk West, which is essentially what the plot of this movie is. That's exactly it. Uh, that's, that's 100% it. So, um, yeah, also... Not the first um, film for Deborah Winger, but definitely one of the earliest. It's her first leading role. Yes. Or first leading supporting role. Supporting lead. She's yeah. The, the yeah. Lead. Yeah. Yes. Lovely actress. Yeah. Um, she's great in this movie. I saw her in terms of endearment recently. What she, a hell of a performance. Yeah. She anyway. Goes, she goes through a lot in this movie. This is not the wing cast. No. Uh, <laughs> it's not the wing cast. Um, this is the Travolting podcast. And uh, right. this film comes at a important moment for Travolta's career. Yeah. Um, he had just suffered a colossal failure in Moment by Moment. What are you talking about, Jeff? I never heard of that movie. Uh, it was a movie called Moment by Moment. Yeah. Um, really? We we actually talked about it, believe it or not. We did? We had like a two-hour discussion about Moment by Moment. Was it two hours? Yeah. Wow. Crazy to imagine. Yeah, it was a, I think it might have actually been three three hour episode. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check yeah. the tape on that we, one. We recorded it, um, and it was like three hours long. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moment by moment was a colossal failure as colossal. we as, as we talked about last yeah. week Almost in that episode we recorded yep um a colossal failure made no money well actually made like 11 million so it's not like that colossal. it was a surprising it, it amount of money it did a bad it did a yeah. decent amount of a bad amount yeah that makes sense yeah yeah totally but a uh, really bad move for him and he needed to rebound so he rebounds with going back to his old haunts you know dancing being charming, a romantic story. Being a manly man. Being a manly man. Yeah. Um, and he does that this time in Texas, in Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this is a John Travolta movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, lots to talk about on this. Uh, are we about ready to... Yeah. You know, one thing I want to say before we get into it, like, on the IMDb page, it's listed as Drama Romance Western and is rated PG. And, like, some of the, um, let me just say, domestic issues happening within this film. This was before PG-13 existed. Oh, was it? Yes. Gotcha. Because there are some boobies in this film. They started PG-13 after Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's right. Uh, And this is four years prior to that. I'm glad I have you here to, like, tell me these things. I'm just cursed with knowledge. Yeah. Like so um, the if, most inane, useless facts. If, I probably know it, but I, listen, I could not tell you how to do my own taxes. Listen, kiddos. I know there are those twelve-year-old boys out there who are 
doing everything they can to watch movies with boobs in them and try to get a spy with their parents. So get this. You're at Hollywood Video Rental Store. Those still exist, to my knowledge. Or Family Video. You go to the Western Shelf. You find Urban Cowboy. You don't tell your parents anything about it. You take it off the shelf and say, hey, mom, look, it's a PG film. I can watch it. And you watch it. You go home, get a DVD player, stay up till like 2 a.m. when your parents are asleep. Boobs. There's boobs in this movie. You're welcome, 12-year-olds. You are so mature. Um, I'm just trying to help my fellow. All the 12-year-olds who are listening to this podcast. They're going to flock to. Hey, I probably just (laughs) saved the family video, like, store video rental industry. What if there's an upshoot of Urban (laughs) Cowboy Rentals next week? (laughs) They're all by parents, and they wonder, like, why are they all by parents? And then you find the thread that they're all from 12-year-old boys who listen to the Travolta podcast. Yeah, we we are... uh... We're trying to give that travolting bump to Urban Cowboy next week. Yeah, exactly. So shall we dive deep into the plot, Jeff? I think it's yes. around that time. Urban Cowboy. Uh, it has a very, as I mean, we talked about similar to Sign of Fever, but it starts very similarly down to like Travolta living on the second floor and having that shot of the stairs with him upstairs and mom being like, I made pasta or whatever. Yeah, I mean, this movie does start. There isn't like a musical montage intro scene, staying alive and all that stuff. It's just like, Credits and then wide shot of inside the house. Mom shouts up the stairs, Bud. He's like, I, I'm not, I gotta leave. I gotta hurry up. And then when John Travolta walks down the stairs, we are beholden <laughs> to the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. John Travolta with a with full beard. Full beard. <laughs> it is. I have to shout it out because this beard, folks. Jeff, can you just like read for the audience what i wrote down here in the fifth Stuart line here sliding you, a, a note I, I write the desk. i write physical notes on these movies i don't type this shit i write physical notes what does it say here jeff can you illustrate it for the audience uh it says by eggs no. milk. Oh, shut uh, up. not that the other one <laughs> right here on the notes under urban cowboy what does it say tell the audience what i wrote down uh, two Golden Globe nods. Fuck, no, <laughs> it's right here. It, no, it says in all caps, underlined, with four hearts and four stars next to it, the beard. The beard. The beard. Stewart is a big fan of John Travolta's beard. I would rate it a 10 out of 10 beard for John Travolta. If he keeps it on, if he kept it on, spoiler, he doesn't keep it on the full movie. But if he kept it on the full movie, and we're going to go back to the hair score, I know there probably will be some folks who would probably get mad at me for saying like the hair score is high because of a beard factor. It's hair. The hair is it beard is, hair. is a hair. It is hair. So if I'm including the beard factor within the hair score, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. You heard it here. 10 out of 10. I, I, I agree with your but, sentence. But why are you checking your phone, Jeff? I'm turning, I'm putting airplane mode on so that I don't get a bunch of texts. I should probably do that too. Um, I'm going to airplane mode and do not disturb. Actually, I only meant to do do not disturb. No, no, do both. I'm doing do not disturb. Poser. So, um, the beard, um, an impressive beard. It's immaculate, a sizable beard, but it's unfortunately not during the whole movie. Yes. Uh, there's actually a fun fact. I read that he intended to have the beard for the whole movie and the director wanted him to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, and Charlton said no, but then when they ate, lunch at a restaurant and no one came up to ask him for autographs because he was like a megastar at this time yeah um they realized oh people won't recognize him so they haven't shaved the beard yeah yeah so it's it's gone like 10 minutes into the movie. yeah and so because of that then you have to evaluate the movie on the hair score throughout the entirety of its piece 
the beer contributes a lot, but it contributes to a very small portion. I think he shaves it off in like the 13, 12 minute mark. Maybe, Something like that. maybe even earlier than that. Cause he gets the plant job pretty soon in the movie. Um, but at any rate, he does shave it off and he's clean shaven Travolta. It gets a little stubble there in the end of the movie. Every now and again. Yeah. Every now and again. But so if I had to go by the, just the hair score on its totality, of the movie, he is wearing a hat and I'm not a fan of cowboy hat, John Travolta. So I would probably put this in the current total rankings. Where are we at with total rankings? Okay. I have not been keeping track of this. So I know I put, we should probably, maybe we should just like, you should give a number right now. And then we can go back and like, go back and listen and make a make a make a list. Well, I I definitely think the beard adds enough to where it beats the Devil's Reign because the Devil's Reign he just has a hood over. Yeah, he doesn't even have hair in that. Right, movie. exactly. <laughs> That's not it. Definitely beats uh, the Devil's Reign. Carrie is so far like my top. Nothing has beaten Carrie yet, um, and he's only in a supporting role in that one. We're on like what minute six of this episode? Twelve. Twelve. Eddie, we're already ranking. That Hold hair. on a second. So Carrie's number one. Um, I would say Saturday Night Fever is number two. Boy in the Plastic Bubble number three. Grease is four. Don't don't fight me on that. Um, Kathy is on her way here right now. Urban Cowboy is number five. And then, uh, moment by moment, is somewhere in there. His hair's kind of nice in that movie. Yeah. Anyway. It's just that the whole movie I mean, we, really t- we talked about it for a while. We so. talked about it for four hours, Jeff. Yeah. yeah, four hours, just on the hair. Just on it was the hair. We made our own sub-podcast oh, called God. the Moment by Moment cast. <laughs> no, it's called Moment by Moment of Moment by Moment, and we have each episode on one moment of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me all right moment so by moment the beard um so travolta plays a character named bud so we're 10 seconds into this movie um, yeah he comes down the stairs and he has the beard <laughs> 10 seconds into the movie his name is bud uh he's going to move in with his aunt and uncle yes he's moving to houston he's moving to houston wants to become a city boy because he wants to you know forge down his own path experience life and get away from the humdrum like country living he's had right so um we are then perceived uh we then go on to a bunch of car shots yes a montage of him driving to houston in a truck in a truck listen to country music wearing a uh straw hat beard He's listening, he's listening to music. It's like, down in Texas, there's a truck. I don't know. There's a lot of Texas songs There's a in lot this. of Texas songs. Yeah. So he moves to Texas. Um, I, I love the aesthetics of this movie. I'm a big fan of yeah, like... Yeah, I'm I a big too. fan of like country. <laughs> yeah. I've literally never lived in the country. Probably spent a cumulative of like one week in the country. Yeah. Um, well, and he did practice songs. writing a mechanical bull before the film. Yes. That he did do. But we're going to get to the mechanical bull. We are going to get to mechanical bull. But I just love how this movie looks. I think it's shot pretty well. Yeah. Uh, it just has a nice, like, country vibe to it. Salt of the earth. They definitely utilize their strength in this movie, which is the bar. Because yes. that is the most beautiful, like, you know, country-esque bar. A lot of production design. A lot of extras decked out in cowboy attire. Mm-hmm. Um, the plant. It's a, it's a plant. It's a plant. The house. It's a house. It's a house. The trailer, um, the though. Trailer, the trailer. There is a nice trailer in this movie. Um, and then we got Wes's trailer, too. 
and then yeah so like you know the bar is a strong point of uh this film and it's utilized a lot we go to the bar a lot in this movie like you almost say as many times as we're at the club at saturday night fever we are at the bar but even more we're at the bar even more often in urban cowboys it's probably 40 to 50 percent set in the bar yeah I, I'd say even sixty percent. Whoa! Big, it's big like man it's so much. More, it's so you know because there are like there's these two minute scenes in between the bar where it's like a ten minute bar scene, one minute and thirty seconds of him working at a plant with some exposition, like two lines, and then bar scene next day, and you're like, oh, we're like back at the bar again. So um, yeah, he moves to Texas. He that was a strong diversion. There, yeah, we just got back on. <laughs> he moves to Texas. He moves in with his uncle Bob. Yes, his uncle Bob. I was going to get him a job at a power plant. Yep. There's a, a really nice wide shot of Uncle Bob and Aunt Corinne. Is that her name? Oh. Oh. Um, um, yes. Aunt Corinne. 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 Yes. Uh, Aunt Corinne in Uncle Bob's house. Uh, he's moving in. Uh, and there's like some cool power lines. And I just love big power line things and wide shots. They always look cool against the sunset sky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he moves in. Uh, he starts wearing a really nice hat. Uh, and his Uncle Bob takes him to the plant where he applies for the job. Did we miss the first bar scene? No, they, he gets the job before the plant, before the bar, doesn't he? Uh, no. Oh. He goes to the bar first and gets drunk and wakes up with two naked women in his bed. Yes. Boobies. Well, he's in their bed. No. Because he because he stumbles home. Because he talks yeah, to his mom. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But there was a bar scene before the first plant scene. We are scene. experts on this movie. Yeah. Uh, so he moves home with his Uncle Bob. Yes. Move, and then they go to the bar scene. They go to the bar. Uh, he he's kind never of, seen a bar before. He's never, well, not, never a bar like this. It was filmed in Gillies in Pasadena, Texas, outside of Houston. Yeah, yeah. So the, it was, at the time, the largest bar in the country. But he is enamored by this bar. Yes, he is in love. With, it's like Tony Manero walking into the, the, the club Odyssey. in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, the He Odyssey. just falls in love with the, the aesthetic, the feel of the people. Yeah. And he just knows this where he, he wants to be and like what vibe he wants to have. Yep, yep. So we start socializing, getting around, and then... Um, he starts talking to these two women and then cut to yeah, him waking up, uh, all nude in bed. And then we cut back to uncle Bob's house and Kern's on the phone with his mom, with his mom. And she's like, yeah, he's at church. And then he stumbles in. And like the funny thing is uncle Bob and, and Corinne both know. He's yeah. They, not they both know he's not. They cover church. for him. This is like your cool uncle, your yeah. cool aunt. I had a cool uncle and a cool aunt. They were, they, this is like, they would be that. And they know he's down on his knees, but not at church. <laughs> he's not praying. Hey, yo, uh, come on. Let's lasso that in, man. <laughs> oh, lasso. <laughs> All right. So he stumbles back home. He stumbles he's back hungover, home. Um, talks to his mom and is like, no, I didn't get a job yet. I just moved here yesterday. And then that's I when we go. I just moved here yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The John Travolta Yeah, he's like, I, I just moved here yesterday. I'm, I'm, uh, Uncle Bob's taking me plant today. Analyze this voice, ladies and gentlemen, because Jeff is doing a perfect rendition of a country John Travolta. Continue. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's okay. It's pretty good. Um, but he goes to the job interview. Yeah. And the boss is like, well, I can't bring you on as a full-time whatever mechanic. But he's like, I can make you a gopher. Do you know what that is? general helper. Yeah, general helper. I'll make you a gopher. Do you know what that is? And John was like... Yeah, yeah, go for it. It's, uh, go for this. Go for that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> which is what go for is. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. He's like a he, general he, helper, general hand around them. He gets the job. Plant. Yeah. And they said Uncle Bob is like the best plant worker they ever had. And that's why they're giving him the job. And he tells him, breaks my heart to say, 
says because of regulation you have to shave your beard whenever you wear a mask which is actually true you know i have friends in the military they can't grow beards because whenever they have to wear a mask it has to be a perfect seal on their face so they can't have facial hair it's really sad so he has to shave his beard he shaves his beard i cried during that scene he wept uh (laughs) wept jesus wept (laughs) but uh stewart wept i wept a lot during that scene it's only like 10 seconds of him shaving his face um then we cut back to the bar we're back at the bar. He's clean shaven. We're back at the bar. And uh, who does he spy across the room? None other. And who spies him? But none other than Deborah Winger. Deborah Winger enters as Sissy. Who is giving a lovely performance. Not to be movie. confused with Sissy Spacek from Carrie. Although they Yeah, actually, Sissy Spacek did audition she for this did audition role. for this role. <laughs> yeah. Which would have uh, been, been very funny if it was Sissy playing Sissy. Right, yeah. But it's Deborah Winger. And yeah, good Deborah choice. Winger. Good choice. She's great in this film. And so they she goes up to the bar and... She's like, do you know how to do the two-step? And Dr. Bolt is like, yeah. And then I shit you not, a solid 10 seconds of nothing passes by. (laughs) Like, these two are just sitting at... It's a beautiful choice. I totally agree with it. Because it just showed the awkwardness of this guy who has not... He doesn't know how to, like... I mean, he knows how to pick up a girl at a bar, but he doesn't know how to, like, actually... He knows how to be a cowboy, but he doesn't know how to be urban yet. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it, you know? He knows how to ride the bull, but he doesn't know how to tame it, you know? So... We're not, we're not at that point. We're not at that yet. point yet. Yeah. So uh, 10 seconds goes by, and that's when um, Sissy then says, do you want to prove it? And so then they go and dance. And it's and a very floor. nice, like, yeah. solid 30 to 40 second, like, just wide of them doing two-step square dancing. Yeah. I think it, it was very much, you could easily tell it was shot in Steadicam. Yeah, it was like a. It, it's like the Saturday Night Fever thing where yeah. Travolta wanted everything in the wides to yeah. show that he was actually doing the work. Right, Because right. he was committed to doing it. Absolutely. He, he learned how to do the two-step for this movie, of course. Yes, he did. And so they're instantly connecting. John Travolta takes his shirt off in the middle of this bar during <laughs> yes. this dance. He's wearing an undershirt underneath, but it's like the audacity. Yes. Literally, they're like embracing in this dance, and Travolta just literally lets the yeah, shirt and loose. And they just start making out. They start making out like, um, um, what, what was the character's name? Um, Stephanie and Tony does during yes. the dance contest in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, they're making, and we're early in the movie, though. But, but we're early in the movie. They're, they're making out on the dance floor. Yep. They have a connection, yep. Sissy and uh, Bud. Yep. Um, and then we're back at the plant, right? We come back to the plant very briefly. For very like 20 briefly. seconds, and then we're back at the bar. Then now. we're back at the bar. And so. Um, and they're both there again, and uh, the owner of the bar, whose name I cannot remember, whatever his name, Mr. Gilly. Mr. Gilly. I'm going to call him Mr. Gilly. <laughs> we're going to call him Mr. Gilly. But um, Mickey Gilly, Mickey Gilly, so Mr. Gilly, who is Mickey Gilly? Yeah, playing himself, playing himself, the actual guy. Yeah, um, he installs a punching machine, like one yeah. of those punching bags that like determines how strong you are. Right. And Travolta and all these other guys are punching in. They're like, oh, look at how strong I am, you know. We had one at a bar at Ball State in Muncie. It's called the Chug, and we actually had one of those machines. I saw so many frat boys take hits at that punching bag. We always made fun of those guys, and now to see John Travolta doing that, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> why you stoop so low he's a frat he's essentially a frat boy cowboy yes. culture is essentially frat culture yes right minus like hog tying outlaws on <laughs> train tracks yeah i mean they don't like they probably don't rescuing um, damsels from dastardly villains sure well traditional traditional cowboys traditionally cowboys are doing that yes. uh, modern day cowboys just listen to country music ride pickup trucks and like <laughs> Do square dancing. I think you just lost all of our I lost, audience. Yeah, I've lost our remaining like, audience. Fuck you. That's what we do. And then they just hit stop and just, they unfollow just the imagine podcast. Some, just imagine some dude 
in like all denim. Sitting in his pickup truck. Giant 10 gallon hat on. Just being, just being like, I love me that Travolting podcast. He comments on our He's YouTube like, I channel. He's like, I've got another episode about oh, Devil's Rain coming up. Yeehaw! Oh, Jesus wept. We absolutely have no cowboy audience. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think so. Do they even have like aux cords to play music from their phones and their trucks? No, they're just playing it really loud. Oh, <laughs> the phone. gotcha. Okay. So the punching bag. They, have, they still have the cassette tape. <laughs> they still have the cassette tape, yeah. right. The cassette tape of the Urban Cowboy soundtrack, and then they listen to our podcast. Oh, fuck me. All right. So, um,. They yeah they're punching this thing they're punching this thing because a lot of this movie is about masculine energy yes and like how men dominate in physical sense yeah um and then Deborah Winger sissy goes up and she's like I want to try it I want to try and John Travolta's like oh no maybe you can just go ahead she punches and she starts bleeding yeah she hurts her hand only men can punch things right God obviously forbid. obviously this is like the start of what I would say is a series of patterns throughout this movie that basically are just saying like women can't do as much of the things as men can do. And it is a quite often it does flip it on its head at one point towards the end of the movie. Like it does kind of like prove a point in some sense of like, no, like women can do some of the things that men can do, but there's a lot of, um, Hmm. There's just a lot of that. In yeah. This there's movie. a little, it, it's a movie that's trying to be somewhat, progressive in that sense but a very old school like yeah and the blind sen- side progressive it's 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 thing is uh men need to be better to women yeah. not that women can do the same things as men yes accurate which for its time was probably like oh yeah men should be nice to women that's a, isn't that <laughs> men uh, should not beat their wives yes. uh an actual lesson in this movie yes <laughs> this movie offers a lot of hot takes like that yeah, it does. So um, that's oh. when uh, Travolta is like mending her hand. Yeah, he just says her. like, you know, something. Sometimes g- girls can't do some of the yep. things that guys can do. Yeah, girls can't do some of the things that guys can do. And she's like, name one. And then one of their friends is like pissing on the side of a wall. Yeah. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, that that's the thing that that's the height of uh, men's man's achievement. And then he's like, having sex with your pants still off. He's like, why would you want to though? So there's just a few things they try to name. Yes. I'm like, yeah, these it's are like, all. This is uh, dumb. <laughs> this is, you know. I mean, that's part of the thing about men just being kind of dumb in this movie. Yeah. So that's, are, an, that's intentional. Right. They are, well, I shouldn't say they're cowboys. I don't want to offend my cowboy they're, audience. They're, we've already lost them. It's we've already lost them. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, if we, what if we actually get a bunch of hate mail from like. <laughs> like We're not. From a bunch of cowboys. We're not. <laughs> absolution arizona we just gotta oh it. jesus so um afterwards like they, they go to the restaurant they go to the which, restaurant which the sign literally just says restaurant yeah and right below it it says steaks shakes and seafood but there's an x through the shakes so it's just steaks and it's seafood. Just steaks and seafood um once something i want to comment on with this movie is these folks are very shitty to their you know restaurant workers oh yeah they they treat their weights definitely trash very very bad throws a steak he throws a steak he's like it's still moving it's still moving (laughs) so uh yeah it's uh they very disrespectful to their um folks yes so at any rate um it uses it as a form of like 
um, over masculinate. Yeah. How they and, and they're not content with dominating just their women. They have to dominate anything subservient to yeah. them. Yeah. So after that, they walk out of restaurant because <laughs> that's the only name we know it by. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember what Travolta says, but it sets Deborah Winger off. It, right. I don't remember what he said. He essentially says something along the lines of like, women can't do the same things men can do. Right. Because I think that wasn't during that conversation that they're having. Yeah. And he's like not taking her side on it. And oh, no, I, I remember what it was. Those two girls that he oh, slept yes. with the previous night are in this diner and they're walking by and they're like, hey, bud. And Travolta's like doing the stere- stereotypical male gaze where he's just yeah. like looking at them for a long time. Yeah. And uh, Sissy is obviously like, well, why don't you just go with them? He's like, what? I was looking. What do you want me to do? He's Close like, what my do you eyes. Want, what do you want me to do? Close my eyes. Put take out a missing persons on the yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> so yellow pages. <laughs> you know, I I just want to say, thank God it's a regular restaurant, not a fucking White Castle. Because if I see any more White Castles in John Travolta movies, I will quit this podcast. White Castle. I'll say it once, I'll say it again, but we are never sponsoring you. you oh, I forgot this was a bit we did. Shitty food. <laughs> I'm bringing the White Castle bit back. Um, yeah, that's the end of my bit. Just letting you know that I really don't like your establishment. So, yes. at any rate. If you're uh, a cowboy at White Castle right now, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck yourself. Don't listen uh, to this shit. So did you read. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yes, she's she's, upset. she's understandably pissed at him. Yeah. And she's walking out and he's like, I'll give you a ride home. He's like, nah. She's like, no, I'm, I'm hitchhiking. Yeah. And so he runs over and gets his car and pulls up to pick her up from the hitchhiking. Yeah. She's on the side of the road with a thumb up. Right. And he's like, get, get in. in. She's like, like no. no. He's like, all right. And then he drives off, and then he stops in the middle of the highway and, and reverses back. back. And he's like, get in! She okay. once again says no. And then he just like starts trying to force her into his car. So I have a thing about the scene, and that is the only reason it's like fun and giddy is the music. Yes. If you listen, folks, I'm going to tell all my podcast listeners to do this. Watch that scene, but pause it right beforehand. Put it on mute. Then put on some horror horror soundtrack. I'm thinking It Follows or Hereditary or um, Midsummer. Some horror soundtrack and then press play on the soundtrack, then hit play on the scene with it muted. Yeah, it's just like it's just like jaunty tunes of him trying to like shove her in his car. Yeah. So he can take her home and like have sex with her. Yeah, it's, it's a, awful. It's very terrible. <laughs> but it's like the director's like, we'll put happy music over yes. it. It'll it's be funny. Fun. It's, it's romantic. Funny. It's decidedly not romantic. It's not. Though apparently the characters think it is because they, they, they're fighting and they fall into a puddle. Yeah. And they're tussling and a bunch of other people run over and they're like, hey, you all right? And then Travolta just looks at Deborah Winger and is like, won't get married? married? <laughs> Cut to. Cut to their wedding. <laughs> their wedding. They fucking get married. Like a week later, they're just at the wedding. Yep. Yep, they get married, and so that's when they... That, that's the 24-minute mark in this two-hour and 12-minute film. Yes. 24 minutes in, like, he gets married to somebody. Yes. He may have moved... He moved to Houston, like, not even a week ago. Yeah. A few days ago, and he's already marrying some person that he's barely met or known. And, and that, to me, not that specifically, but is the biggest problem of this movie is that it is way too long. Yeah. This movie could lap us all... 30 minutes off. And, uh, I would agree with that. All in the middle. Agree. This stuff's all good. Yes, yeah, the end. I think 30 minutes in the middle can like get yeeted. I think the end there's, could get shortened. There's a lot. lot of business in the middle. A lot of business. Yeah. 
So they anyway, get married. we're not at the middle yet. We're not at the <laughs> middle, like but minutes, they so. Uh, so they get married and then they are driving to in it through a trailer park. Yes, she's blindfolded, and he's like, "Don't look, don't look." And they stop, and he takes her blindfold off, and he has bought it. He put a down payment on a trailer for them. Yep, she's very excited. They're very excited to be moving like into a, a trailer. Steady cam with like all these Johnvilles trying to find the keys as she like runs around hugging everyone because she's so excited to have a trailer of her own. Yeah. Uh, and they True go love. and they go inside of the trailer and yep. uh, they and make they, they, a very they, happy marriage that lasts yep. for a very long time very long time uh, so uh to one week later yeah well we're not there yet we'll get there very soon but um so then afterwards there's a rodeo oh yeah scene. they go to it they go to like a major rodeo yeah where people and, are riding bulls and it's like a prisoners yeah, prisoners are yeah. riding the, the bull. prisoners it's like are through the, the texas bulls. prison commission they're allowed to like they're not allowed like basic human rights when they're allowed to ride bulls. Yep, yep, just about that. And they're all dressed up like prison attire and all yeah, that stuff all, they too. Yeah, they're all the stripes. Yeah, and so and they um, watch this one guy named Wes. Wes uh, get onto a bull and just really go for it. He's great. Yep. And John Rule's like, yeah, my uncle Bob used to be a championship bull rider. And yeah, but now he got fat. Yeah, now now he's got fat. <laughs> now he's fat. <laughs> Literally, he's like, I can't ride. I'm fat. I can't show you because I'm too fat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yes yeah he sees in channels like yeah that guy's pretty impressive he'll definitely not be showing up for the rest of the movie right <laughs> that's the only time we see him yes very minimal uh influence in the plot but uh, after that they they go back to the house um and the bar because there's a mechanical bull Oh yeah, they've added a mechanical bull. At the they've bar. added a mechanical bull at this bar. This bar is gigantic, where they can add like a dance floor, a stage, a mechanical bull ride and area, it's, and there's still free space. And there's still free space. Yeah, there's no zoning r- rules or anything yeah, with there, like. There's a mechanical the, bull. Yep. And Travolta rides, and he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good for his first time. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I like this. I like how it makes me feel. Yep. And the whole time we're cutting back to him at like the power plant, just doing his job, and yeah, there's mundane. a lot of these like minute and 30 second clips yeah it, of, it's it's all the stuff from sign fever of like him at the paint store except instead of being at a paint store he's at uh electrical plant um but yeah so uh, but right, we bounce back to the bar scene again yeah we're back at the bar enter wes, wes. he's back baby he's played by, back played by scott glenn who is already looking old in 1980 yep and is still kicking today yeah he is so he wes shows up and he rides the mechanical bull and he affect changes the settings on it yeah like he's familiar with how a mechanical bull is like he knows how mm-hmm. to do it so he changes the settings and he goes on to it and sissy kind of struck by it She's yeah. like looking. She's like, oh, he can ride a bull better than yeah. you can, bud. Hint, hint, hint. So then afterwards, like Travolta's obviously getting a little manly pride and is like, like <laughs> why are you looking at him that way or something like that? And then they go to the diner scene. Yes. Which is when Travolta is, I should say bud, is like taking on this full toxic masculine personification of just being mad yeah all the he's time just mad at sissy and so like he orders a burger and he's like i want it still moo and no onions and like wes walks in and he notices sissy look at wes and it's like what you what you looking at him for like yeah. he, he's getting real upset what so then him for? 
My John Travolta in this movie is what? inching really close to Bill Clinton right what? now. What you looking at him for? My name is Bill Clinton, and I support <laughs> this message. Whoa, <laughs> that was too good. Where has that been? Me and Hillary are heading down to the Gillies. We're going to get on that mechanical bowl. <laughs> wow. I was not expecting it to be that good. <laughs> but they're inching really close together right now. Yes. And so um, Waitress comes out, brings Bud his burger. Yeah, and he's like, it's still moving. He throws it at her. And he throws it at her. And Sissy is like, this is not chill. You're not being chill. And But it misses the uh, oh, yeah, and it hits waitress. Wes. And it hits Wes. Who's ready to who's ready to tumble. Who's ready to throw down. And so, and we haven't made the connection yet that Wes is that same prisoner yeah, the in the same rodeo guy from scene. The we haven't made that connection yet. So he's just like an average guy. We learn later that he's like, oh, he's got a knife. Oh, he's got a gun. Oh, he's got all these things. He's a con. We see at the end of this scene, because they don't fight, they're held back. Yeah. But we see Wes is holding a knife behind him. He's ready to just stab. Yeah. Bud. Yeah, so um, his pride is hurt next day. He wakes yes. up late in bed. Sissy's like, if you want me to call you in sick with work, I can. Yes. And he's like, give me a beer. He's like, No, least- we're not at that. Oh, we know we are at that point. Never mind. Yeah. Well, first before. I took detailed notes, man. I w- I'm, I'm getting his injury and tiredness from Wes mixed up with his injury at work. Yes. But before that happens, they're at the, they're in the trailer. And he's like, all I want is like to fix up some dinner whenever I get home. She's like, well, last thing we do McDonald's again. I think this is later. Is this later? This is later in the movie. I literally watched this movie three hours ago. I know you did, <laughs> I, which is why I'm oddly like concerned. Yeah, that's later in the movie because this is um, after he yes, has his injury yeah. and he's at home. Yeah, this is later in the movie. No, yes, I got you. You're right. You're right. I got you. So because right afterwards, this is when he wakes up in bed and his pride is hurt. Yes. Sissy walks in like, are you going to call in sick to work? It's like, I can do that for you. It's like, just get me a beer. And he's like, yeah. Oh. She's like, should you drink? If they smell alcohol in your bath at work, you're going to yeah. be in trouble. He's like, yeah, fuck it. So he gets in his truck with a beer, with a beer. He's backing up like a champion. And, and then he's uh, at work. He goes to work and, and we're intercutting at the same time. Sissy walking to the bar. Yes. She she's is, hanging out with her friend. She gets off work. Um, early yeah she asks her parents to get off she works with her parents yeah she has to get off early so she can go to the bar with her friend yeah go to gillies and she does yep and she there's like the there's board. like a very weird like child that looks out of close encounters of the third kind of her walking towards the camera with this like huge blue light behind her and yeah she's a, it looks like the aliens at the end of close yeah encounters. and we kind of forget one uh somewhat important point is that throughout like the first act of this film like it's revealed that trolls has actually been dead the whole time <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh shit uh no but like whenever they were like riding the bull sissy was always like asking bud if she can ride the bull and bud's always like no you can't do that it's not for girls or whatever you'll get hurt or whatever and so he's always been like rejecting sissy being able to ride the bull mm. till when travolta's at work slightly intoxicated she's able to get off work early go to the bar enter wes wes is there and uh, he's like, you can ride a bull. Women can ride bulls. See, they're loud. See, like he's he's like he's like one of those nice guys. Can I say I like yeah. before the end of this movie, I thought Wes was honestly the the good guy. <laughs> like right? Yeah, right around this point, Wes is like, yeah, you know he. But you know the movie gets to the he's one of those nice guys who's like pretends to be pretends to be nice. Yeah, pretends to be nice, but he's just trying to nonetheless like sleep with women doesn't really care about them right until you get to that point though it's like this dude's a nice guy yeah he seems he seems pretty decent at this point yeah. and trolls is being a dick yeah but 
Uh, he's showing her how to ride a bull. Meanwhile, at work, Travolta is like 40 feet up in the air, installing some cable, and he slips. Uh, and and his falls, foot. His and his foot, foot is lodged between two pipes. Yep. The only thing holding him up 40 feet above the ground. Yeah. A bunch of people on the ground are like, Bud, no, Bud, no. And like, there's, his like dude, face, there's dudes clambering all over. His face during this is just like wide eyed and yeah. like, he's, he's not yelling, he's not screaming. He's just literally like, Ooh. The, the scene's low key really funny. It's it just kind of funny, like, actually. He's hanging upside down, like on the end of his life, and there's this really dramatic music like, doo, 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 and then it cuts back to, says he on a bull, just like, Honk-a-donut. <laughs> like, she's just going around, and then it cuts back. <laughs> Very funny, the two of them. Yeah. Mean, like, it's a cool juxtaposition of, like, now they're both, like, progressing in some way. He's literally yeah. falling, and she's riding high. Yeah. Um, But it is funny how it's put together. So I think we're back at the trailer. Uh, Bud is home. He doesn't, remarkably, no injuries. Well, well he, he does, does hurt his an, back. He hurts his back. Yeah, but he's taking like um, pills for that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it'll get the end. He's still yeah. able to work. Yes. Still able to work. Um, and then Sissy gets back. Well, not, no, 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 not then. Um, Aunt Curran comes in. Aunt first. Curran comes in. And that's where she tells sees. She looks like a pig. She, they look like they look like pigs. They look like, live like pigs. Um, because there's no dishes clean. There's like just like, McDonald's lying all over McDonald's the floor. There's a banana peel in the sink, which is like bad idea. <laughs> you need a dish. You need like a garbage disposal for him to do that. Yeah. So, um, so then Sissy gets back home and Aunt Corinne leaves. Yeah. And that's when Bud goes on a total abusive, sexist, misogynistic. Yeah, he, he's like, I expect dinner when I, I get home. I expect a dinner. Make some good loving. Uh, yeah, he's just, I expect good loving when I get like, Who the fuck is this guy? I'm just like, um, is this the guy I'm supposed to be rooting for? Because yeah. fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is where I'm like, ditch him and go to west man yeah. which is what <laughs> which is what happens um <laughs> and you think this should be the end of the movie like jerk travolta cowboy gets yeah. what he deserves but no he, he has to have his redemption arc it's not a good redemption but arc. anyway though. they go back to the bar yes um and wes has now been hired to operate the bull yeah he He's has the a bull job. operator which sissy then tells bud and bud's like wait how do you know that? It's like, I was here. I will. No, she doesn't even tell him the truth. She says, uh, her yeah, friend. Yeah, she says he was here with her friend. Her friend. Her friend told her. Yeah. It's like, oh. So she's not completely innocent yeah. in it either. Like, I'm... she's not telling the full truth. But um, they're both there. Yeah. And Wes rides the bull. He's really good. And then Sissy rides the bull. Behind his back because yeah. Travolta's too busy talking to other like, guys. And some guy's like, hey, you seen what's going on over there? And then like, it's, it's a crime around, that she's riding a bull. And then he is like outraged. Yes. He is raging. So he rips her off the, I mean, no, she gets off the bull and he like pushes her Rage, side. rage, fucking rage. And he's rage. like, I'm going to ride the bull. And then he jumps like, on the bull. You're back. You got your back. Yeah, and she, she's genuinely expressing concern for him. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like you, have you a back hurt your injury. back, you almost fell and died. And for folks who may not be familiar with the uh, mechanics of riding a mechanical bull, your back is going back and yes, forth. Yes, there's a lot of back Very high velocity. You know what I like that this movie does? What? Is that riding a bull looks very sexual, like the way your body is moving. Yeah. And I like that this movie uses that really effectively. Yes, as like this is the like literally a masculine act of riding this bull like you're literally like thrusting back and forth on him yeah i think that's pretty clever how it uses it which well we're gonna get to that and later yeah. in the film 
Um, but we're getting to it right now because he needs to prove that he has a big day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he just gets on. He's like, pump it up. And pump he, it up. And then Wes, and Wes, Wes does it. He pumps it up. And the guys around Wes are like, take it easy. He's got an yeah. injury or whatever. And Wes is just kind of like, it's time yeah. for this asshole. And like, so he and Sissy are jumping back and forth in the bowl. He tried it like three times. Yeah. The final time Travolta falls off and uh, Wes, Wes like, hits the switch. Yeah. And it like whacks Travolta in the face and arm. And that's when he gets up. He's, he's like, like, you, you broke, broke my, my fucking arm. arm. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that because it's a PG movie. But he says, you broke my arm. Yeah. And, you know, his arm is broken. He, he tries to fight boobs, Wes. But he can't say fuck in a yes. PG movie. That's Airplane. That's, you know, um, airplane. Yeah. But uh, it's weird. They they pull him away. Yeah. Um, and Wes is like, hey, hey, hey. And <laughs> so Travolta now has a cast. And we're back at the trailer. Yes. And this is when, like, him and Sissy get another huge fight. And but at this point, just kind of goes all out. He yeah. hit, he hits her at one he point too. Beating her, he starts beating her aggressively. He's like me. He's like you make food for me, and he shoves her in the kitchen and all that stuff. Well, and then he he just kicks her out. Yes, he oh, tells him like get out. She's like, where am I, I supposed to go? Because she says like like uh well my daddy. It's like well I'm your husband. I'm the next best thing to your daddy. And I'm like oh fuck man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so he kicks her out. Yeah, he kicks her out, and she goes to Wes. As you would. Because he seems like a nice guy. Wes is a nice guy as far as we know so far. Yes. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Travolta goes to work and he gets fired <laughs> because he has a... <laughs> Temporarily laid off, I should yes. say, because he gets told, like, you he's know, come like, back when that gas like, is you know, off. He's like, you know me, I'm, I'm worth a... Uh, I'm worth I'm worth I'm worth two guys even with one arm. Yeah, I can do the work two of your guys can do with both arms with one arm. I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman. <laughs> no, uh, but he says, he says uh, so. But is, gets, it, is it really that impressive? Like I like it, okay, folks. At some point, I'm going to impersonate all 46 email, presidents of the United States on this podcast. Email trollteapod at gmail dot com. Cleveland twice. Uh, to compliment Jeff's Bill Clinton voice, yes. I think it's genuinely pretty good. Maybe I'm the only one, yes. but I I think it's honestly really good. So, but he gets severance pay. Yeah, he gets he gets like a little severance pay. So, like, pay. you know, the boss is doing everything to like be nice. Yeah. It's not like a you're no good to me, you dirty, filthy yeah. rat, get out. Like, no, he's like, come come back. When he's the, like, yeah, when your arm when and your back arm is healed, healed when your arm back. and back is healed, like come back and here's your <laughs> you, severance pay. You almost fell to your death and then were assaulted by a mechanical bull. And like, by the way, I don't know this, but you were drunk by the when you like <laughs> hurt your back. <laughs> um, but in the context of the movie, like, and I suppose in real life yeah. one of them i guess guess one of the most emasculating like yeah. things is to have your job taken from you as a yeah man. so they go if back you're to, a manly man you know your job is your life and that gets taken away yeah yeah it, it like it's your identity yeah so he just really falls and collapses into just being a true misogynist at this point he's like the only thing i can control in my life now is my wife and even she's like out of control right him so uh, he goes back to the bar. Back to the bar. And he sees uh, Sissy from across the room. With? Wes. Dun, dun, dun! He's, he's mad. He's fuming. Rage, uh, rage, so, fucking rage. So he finds a girl there. Pam. 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 Not to be mistaken for Pam Beasley. This is not... Um, it's not the Office cast. It's not the Office cast. This is a different Pam. This is, this is the Travolting podcast. Not the Office cast. There are plenty of Office podcasts. There are plenty of office yes. podcasts. And we've already talked about Robert California on this show, so that's sorry, that's the extent of our office. Fucking lizard king. Yes, but anyway, um, he sees her and he grabs Pam 
And they start dancing. And they start dancing. And then what is a, like a master stroke in this movie, Stand By Me kicks in. A country <laughs> version of Stand By Me. Can you, can, you do, can you do a country Stand By Me right now, Jeff? I'm going to put you on the spot. All I'm going to say is that a good song can make all the difference in a movie, yeah. with whether a scene works or not. And Stand By Me just brings the scene to the next level. But like, I want to it's hear like, the country Stand By Me. Oh, won't you stand by me? Oh, stand by me. We don't want to get copyright <laughs> strike. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Stand it, By Me plays. It really works for that scene. Because you're jumping between... Because then Bud Sissy and Pam and Sissy and West dance. Sissy, when she sees Pam and Travolta dance, Travolta's clearly doing it just to get Sissy jealous. So Sissy's like, well, two can play at this game. And so she brings Wes. Yeah. And there's a lot of and, grabbing. And a she's lot of starting thrusting. to. She's gaining agency as a character. Yeah. Which is good. Um, while Travolta's enforcing his agency on another character. It does suck that her way of involving agency is just trying to fall for another man. Yeah. Like i love deborah winger in this movie but it's like the they, script was they, written and directed by a man yeah and he, whether and even, whether is. directed by a man or not it's like they they just yeah. give the female characters absolutely no yeah, her agency is entirely defined by her connection to men yeah 100 percent. so they start these two couples are dancing right next yeah, to each they're other dancing it's a very cool scene they cut very well as i said stand yeah. by me is great one of my favorite songs Travolta's is getting real close and handsy yeah. with pam and sissy and wes are getting very very handsy and it's a lot of boob grabs at, butt grabs yes, a lot of grabbing a lot of grabbing at that point is that when pam offers to bring yeah bud back to her apartment that's when they're leaving and, yeah, and they uh, leave and Sissy is like, you. She's like, where are you going? And then she throws a plate at the wall. Yeah, she throws a plate door. and explodes against the wall. Yeah. And, and Butch is like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what, what, what the hell? <laughs> uh, and they go to Pam's apartment, which is in a high rise in downtown Houston. She's a city. She's an urban, urban. Urban cowgirl. She's an urban cowgirl. The sequel they never made. Right. Urban cowgirl. Right. But um, she's like really in the city. Yeah, uh, and he she says what her dad does because he pays for the apartment. And she says, I she says don't he remember has, anything about Pam. <laughs> yeah, she says that he's some kind of job and all of that entails. Yeah, she's like he's a, a banker and all of that entails. And then she's like, "What do you do?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a plant engineer and all of that entails." <laughs> it's a good line. Yeah, but um, so she's like this urban, like city girl temptress to him yeah um and he's into it at that moment uh and they sleep together yeah they sleep together but they what's sleep. important is so sissy then goes yes. back to wes's trailer but sissy does not sleep with wes sissy decides not to sleep with wes and you know what wes does again before we've seen wes turn into a bad guy which he does later in the movie but until this point wes because you know is being very respectful yeah. to Sissy and her boundaries. And when she says, I, I can't do this and leaves, like Wes just lets her leave. Yeah, he lets her leave. That's it. He doesn't like try to coerce her. He doesn't get physical. He doesn't get aggressive. He just he lets will her make leave. up for it later though. Yeah, it happens later. Yeah, but you but, know, um, until this point, in my eyes, it's like, Wes, you're a good guy. You should be the main you but, should be the protagonist. But Sissy goes home and she waits for Bud to get home. Yeah. He walks in and it's extremely clear that he slept with Pam. And she just feels utterly betrayed in that moment, Sissy does, and just storms out and goes back to Wes. Yep. 
And that's when they do sleep with each other. Yeah, and they do sleep with each other at that point. Yeah. Because she's like, I, I was holding true to this relationship, but if he doesn't have respect for it, then I don't have yeah. respect for it. I just wrote down at one point, this couple dot, 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 dot. Like, just, we're about an hour. I'm curious. <laughs> right about, Jeff. For, for the listener for, for at home, folks, I just yeah. leaned over to Jeff look Jeff leaned help. over and, like, looked at my mixer to see, like, what minute mark we were at. We're at about 52 minutes. Okay, cool. We, we, we have plenty of time left. We have plenty of time left. There's going to be a I mean, we did seven hours last week on moment by moment, so. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, moment by moment, we started at six in the morning. Yeah. And it's currently 4 p.m. right now. We're still recording moment by moment. (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah, this couple is just very toxic, and the end of the movie is not one that I really enjoyed, which we'll get to later, but it's like, this couple just shouldn't be together. Yeah. They're clearly not very well suited for each other. They're all trying to like yeah. get back at one another through jealousy means. So it's like now Travolta's fully in on Pam. Fully in on Pam. <clears throat> because Sissy fully left him. Yeah, fully. She like, she because Pam for comes her. over. Good for her. He was physically abusive. Yeah, and um, Pam comes over and she's like, uh, "Do you still need me to make your wife jealous?" And he's like, "Well, she's sleeping with a convict." And I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping with a convict and I'm getting a divorce. Uh, which he he like found out, I guess, earlier in the movie when he was looking through like the prison rodeo yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's the, I think it's the newspaper. I'm pretty sure it's just the news. Okay. And he finds Wes. And his, he finds a picture of Wes. And his first thought is, sissy, he's an escaped convict. <laughs> and he's like, no, he got parole. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that his first thought it's like sissy he's he's dangerous he's an escaped convict which they don't ever like confirm or deny like it, yeah. for all we know like he really did just get off on parole yeah. <laughs> like fuck you man he paid his debt to society like come on so yeah um what happens but, after Pam oh so when Pam is over at the trailer yeah, Travolta she comes over to the trailer and and they're together and Travolta gets a call from his uncle Bob and he says, apple pie? Well, let me ask her. Or, or he says, no, sissy's not with me. And it's like, and oh, yeah, like, got someone with him that's not sissy. And Uncle Bob's like, come over for dessert. They're very cool with the fact yeah, that Travolta's cool not with his woman wife. <laughs> like, these folks got married in the a first... A week ago. A week ago. And... This he, is some Las Vegas chapel of love <laughs> shit right here. And, like, Uncle Bob and Ed don't bat an yes. eye to Travolta bringing a new girl <laughs> yeah. in a week later. Still married. They haven't filed a divorce papers yet. I'm just thinking of something that's going to happen later. The <laughs> and uncle are um, so cool. Yeah, they're so chill. <laughs> they're so chill about everything. Um, but uh, Uncle Bob's like, um, he's like, and John Fulton, that Bob, Bud, I keep, I'm jumping between names. Bud's like, you know, I'm thinking about joining this uh, competition at, at a Gillies yeah. or at a Bull. And Uncle Bob's like, well, I can train you. I can't ride because I'm too fat, but I can show you. <laughs> but I can show you. So, um, so and John and Bud's like, yeah, let's do it. And he's yeah. like, well, when you get the cast off and he's like, oh, in a week from now, did we miss the Dolly Parton contest? No, that's coming up. That's coming up. Okay. There's a Dolly Parton contest. There's a Dolly Parton contest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but can we get Dolly Parton on this podcast? Yes. Dolly, come on, please. We're, we're working nine to five. Legit. I want to get Dolly on this podcast. I'm, e- I'm going to email her. Let's go to Dolly land. That's her theme park. I've been to Dolly land. You've been to Dolly land. <laughs> Yeah, it's nearby Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and it's like, all right, I okay, oh, I Dollywood, should, Dollywood. I, I should say, I should say, I haven't actually been 
inside Dollywood. Okay, I've that's driven by it like three times. It's Dollywood has a splash as a water park. <laughs> it's called Dollywood <laughs> Splash Country. I'm pretty sure Dollywood is like. Have you ever been to? Shout out to all my Indiana folks who know about Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. Oh, that's awesome. Jeff just showed me a picture of Dolly Parton on a train ride. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. But it's like a it, the carts are decked out like trains. Um, but for all my Indiana folks who might be listening to this who know the theme park Holiday World, which is based in Santa Claus, Indiana, which is like southern Indiana, Dollywood is like a even smaller... You're using lower, the word small, but I'm looking at some pictures of Dollywood. It's not there. that big. Better. Photos lie. It's not that big. Um, yeah. So, so Dollywood. But no disrespect to Dolly Parton because, uh, Dolly, we want you on this podcast. Talk about a John Travolta movie. I'm sure there's a movie Dolly feels very passionate Dolly about. Dolly would love every moment. So now that we're off the Dolly train, um, back to the uh, film. But yeah. Um, it's Uncle Bob agrees to. So Uncle Bob agrees in, in to bull, train Bud. Um, mechanical bull ride. That name is really confusing. Uncle Bob and Bud. Yes. It's two B names. But um, anyway, um, Wes is saying that he's going to compete in this competition as well. But and he's going to use the money. To go to Mexico. To go to Mexico. <laughs> as you do. As one does when they have absolutely not committed any crimes. Right. Yeah. So uh, um, there's a... Then is, then is it the Dolly Parton contest? I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. Uncle Bob... Um, his aunt Corinne and Corinne are like, yeah, we're going to the Dolly Parton contest. Aunt that Corinne Gillies participates in said yes. contest with the aunt big Corinne wig. Dress, yeah, dress them the big wig and balloon she has boobs. balloon breasts. Yeah, and at the end of the scene, they're like, pop your breast, and then poof, poof, and it literally pops. <laughs> literally pops the yeah. breast. And yeah. There's a loud popping effect. But it's during the said contest after they announce the winner that they announce like three contests. There's the punching bag contest, the mechanical bowl contest, and the dance contest. Yes. And I was like, I know John Travolta isn't going to be in the dance contest because yes. I know this movie is more about Mechanical Bull. <laughs> but I was drawing so <laughs> many parallels to Saturday Night Fever. I'm like, God, there's a really damn good it. dance couple in that dance couple. There is, and they're they're featured prominently for a good yeah. like. 20 we never seconds. know their names, but they're really impressive. Yeah, it's like the director is like, you two are doing a good job. Hey, can, hey, Jim, steady cam operator, Jim, can we like get get uh, the camera hooked on and take some shots of this? I imagine that's what happened, and they're like. Yeah. You know, this movie isn't yeah. already long enough, so let's throw yeah. in 20 seconds of this random couple dancing. Yeah, we're in this like dance at contest. the we're at like the hour and 20 minute point. <laughs> Jesus in the movie. Christ! There's really? like almost 45 I've... to 50 minutes left at this point. You're fucking right, dude. Yeah. I even wrote it down. Like hour and 20 minutes in, it becomes a bull ride contest movie. Yes. Jesus. This is this fuck. should be like the climax of the movie, Jeez. and we're only and we still have an hour left. My God, this is a very long movie, and uh, this is the part that we could lop some some bits off of. Yeah, absolutely. Pam and Bud go on a lot of dates just to like make Sissy mad, and there's a lot of domestic abuse going on between Sissy and Wes. Yeah, this Wes. Point. This is when we start getting a little bit more like of Wes's true. Yeah, and he side. starts doing the same thing where he's like, I, "You make me dinner." Stay he's in the like, kitchen, all that stay stuff. Stay in the kitchen. Pick that up, and he like yeah. forces her head he down to the floor like a yeah. dog, and it's like, oh yeah, because she up. throws cigarettes on the floor, and he's yeah. like, "Pick them up." Yeah. Um, Deborah Winger just gets abused yes, in this movie. It's, it's not good. Very brutal. So, um, um, yeah, that the but, bull ride contest is announced, and Bud is so, going to get trained. So Bud's, Bud's training for that. Meanwhile, Wes is prepping. Yeah. 
this is there's really not much to talk about in this section of the movie. It's just kind of business happening. Yeah, a lot of like training yeah, it's montages a lot of, like, and all that stuff. Just it's abuse montages and training montages. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. Well, but, there's one point where Sissy does come to the trailer oh, yes. and she writes him a note and Pam like is there Tear, like rips it up. Rips it up and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I should be going. And Pam's response, best response is, Yeah, you should. <laughs> just got, like got her. I know you're fucking married to this guy and I just stole him off of you, but yeah, yeah. fuck off. And you're still technically married. Technically, yeah. She, and, the, and the note from Sissy is like, Yeah, you know, maybe we can try again. Cause yeah. she still does love Bud. Bud still loves her. It, they shouldn't be together though. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. We're we're back at the plant. John Travolta has started working again. He's been able to take his cast off. Oh, is this the... This is the craziest scene in the fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, So they're at the plant. They're in the plant. It's storming outside. There's a storm coming. We open on this plant mid-storm. And they're on these giant mechanic, like, metal, like, like, cylinders. For folks listening, this isn't like they were working and then a storm rolled in. No, we cut to the scene and it's mid-storm. Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep working. It cuts to this really, like, shoddy CG, or not CG, but effective of lightning when and, uh, uncle bob is well, up, uncle in this, Bob's like, tower. up in the thing and he's like yeah but you know this i used to be a boar <laughs> okay, well, he, he, that's when he gives him the uh oh, he, words of wisdom where yes. it's like uh he says um what does he say he says sometimes a cowboy has to swallow his own pride which is yes. like the ultimate message of the yeah. movie in a way of like Sometimes you gotta let women have, you know, agency. <laughs> Sometimes you can't f- beat your woman. Yes. <laughs> um, this is very much a product of its time. Yeah. So then, Sh- shocker, Ronald Reagan got erected four <laughs> months after this movie came out. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, um, yeah, they're at that factory. It's storming outside. Uncle Bob is in those words of wisdom. Then he climbs up through the rafters. Yeah, Uncle Bob's like on this metal thing in the middle of lightning storm. He's like, yeah, I'm on. And then. <laughs> And then a lightning <laughs> strike. It's the metal thing. There's a massive explosion. <laughs> I wrote down um, OSHA regulations. Uncle Bob, ex- <laughs> Uncle Bob explodes. Jeff, are you crying? Are you crying? I just was not expecting. In the middle of this movie about a cowboy. I've never seen your eyes this watery, though. Like a cowboy. I can't tell if you're just a mechanical ball. I can't tell to feature an explosion. I can't tell if you're just crying out of laughter or if Uncle Bob's death really affected you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like Jeff's really like crying. <laughs> Are you okay, bud? No. Dee Dee to second. Dee Dee to minute. I'm all good. Are you sure? <laughs> wow, you really took that to heart. <laughs> Ooh. You good? I'm fine. Like your your eyes are watery, bro. Do you, let me get you tissue at least. No, I'm fine. No, I need to come on. No, I just this is a very like movie that looks like it was made for like 10, 12 million dollars. Single tear has fallen from <laughs> Jeff's eyeballs. He's not lying. But um I'm just watching and I'm like, yeah, this is fine. And then <laughs> <laughs> his uncle is not just killed. He's, he's killed. struck by lightning. He's, no, he's not struck by lightning. The metal structure he's not struck by lightning. It explodes, Blows. rips his body up, <laughs> lights him on fire. This is worse than the Jurassic World pterodactyl murder scene. Poor Uncle Bob gets absolutely demolished. You know what he did to deserve that? Fucking nothing. Do you really? Do you need a tissue? No, I'm all good. Let, I'm good. let me get you a tissue, bud. Okay, that's fine. Okay, let me just. I'll just. All right, I'm not going to cut this out. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> going to go get you a tissue. 
here's, here's some tissues. Okay. You're like really broken up about Bob Dye <laughs> in this movie. No, I'm not. I'm losing my mind over this movie. Did, I, I just know we we have already recorded moment by moment, and that was that was really trying. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck me. But uh, so yeah. Bob dies. Some of Bob is, is straight murder. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's bridge is like fuck this guy, and Bud is like Ye- no. He's like he's like trying to run up and rescue Uncle Bob, who is gone at this he's point. He's gone, motherfucker. He's on fire. Yeah, and so and they're like, no, scene. you can't get him. And we cut to a funeral. Uh, everyone's obviously a little torn up about this. <laughs> a little more torn at up least than Bob's died, corpse was. At least he died doing what he loved, <laughs> working at an electrical plant in the middle of a storm. At least he's no longer in pain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what, what do you say to his family? <laughs> Sorry, he got he's struck a, by lightning. He's in a better place. <laughs> you know. Oh, fuck. Uh, but Anchor and the kids are all obviously in mourning. Yeah. Bud's one of the pallbearers. And then who shows up? Sissy. Sissy. Pam is there as well. But yeah, si- why is Pam <laughs> but so, so, He brings his uh, his new uh, his new girlfriend there, and then his wife has to find out in like a newspaper that there's a funeral. Yeah, that no one tells her. No Not that Uncle him. Bob is a regular patron of yeah. Gillies. So and, like, and so she shows up and she's like, I'm sorry about uh, your, your uncle. And he's like, I'm, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. And then Pam's like, we gotta go to the, the family car. And they, they walk off. And then Sissy just breaks down and starts crying. Well, and also Sissy's like, she says something about like, you didn't sign the divorce papers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so you didn't like, sign the divorce papers yet. I'm still your wife at right now. And uh, she hugs Ann Curran and is like, you know, you and Uncle Bob are still my uncle and aunt. At least until the divorce papers are signed. <laughs> until the divorce papers are signed. Um, uh, Uncle Bob's mangled corpse up in heaven. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Enough about Uncle Bob. He's dead. Let it go. Uh, but then we cut to bull ride contest. Yes, we got to the bull ride contest. Yeah. And um, well, we first, can... Anchorin, like Bud's looking out over the prairies of Texas, just very dramatically. About this scene. He has a huge hat on. And Anchorin comes up and is like, your uncle wanted you to have this. He told me last week, conveniently before he died in an explosion, <laughs> that he wanted you to have this. And he hands her this, um, like a belt buckle. Oh, cowboy. right. I forget what it says. How? It says something on how, it. How amazing. It says something on it. And he's like, I'm not going to compete in the competition. She's like, your uncle would have, like, wanted you to wear this at the competition. Do right. it in memory of him. He exploded for you. <laughs> what what really is going to freak folks out is um, what happened after this is as Anchorin walks away, John looks back out in the prairie. The clouds part. Uncle Bob shows up. He's like, remember who <laughs> you are. And John Travolta uh, is just like, Uncle Bob, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it, Bob. And Uncle Bob is just like, remember who you are. Remember, John Travolta runs down the prairie. It's like, Uncle Bob, I don't know if I'm going to win. I don't know. I've lost so much. Cut to bull ride contest. And yes, we're at the bull ride contest. <laughs> that I'm movie so sorry you guys straight had to that. up happened in the movie. Um, none of that happened. You guys have to watch Urban Cowboy. It really happened. Yeah, Uncle Bob just dies and he's not in the rest of the movie. Um, I mean, there's, there's none of him left to be in the movie. But... <laughs> 
Jesus. I found All it. right. Bull ride contest. I found his death scene on YouTube. No. <laughs> stop. Get away from there. If you have not watched Urban Cowboy and you want to see what this is, look up Urban Cowboy Swaller Pride. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's literally what it is. <laughs> Are you watching it right now? God damn it. I just did. But, um, massive explosion. All right, bull ride contest. Yes, start the bull ride contest. Let's wrap this sucker up. And uh, Bud comes in with his belt buckle to commemorate Uncle Bob. And Sissy's also there with Wes. By this point, she's been, like, yes. abused multiple she, times she by Wes. She has a black eye at this point. And so, like, we've, we now oh, no, know she the audience. Have the black eye yet. No, not yet. That's later. But um, we now know Wes is a piece of shit. Yes. Uh, as much of a piece of shit as John Travolta to be debated. Bud has learned his lesson, supposedly, according to the movie, which makes him all right, I guess. Makes him okay. Yeah, fuck that. Um, but, uh... So then, so the... The dance competition happens, like, all off-screen. They play, like, The Devil Goes Down to Georgia, and... It's the, a bop. All these... It's a bop. The music in this movie is really good. They did really well. The Devil this movie down. is really Devil good music. Down to Georgia. Yeah. So, uh... The they film. have the pre-finals run where yeah. they have to like get into the finals. John Travolta's in the top five. Yeah. Bud is only three points below Wes. Yeah. So it's a nail biter. I wrote down, how do they score this? I have no idea. I guess it's how long you can stay on the bowl coupled but, with your form. But because like it can't be how long you stay on the bowl because like they all stay on the bowl long enough until the bowl deactivates. Yeah. So it's so not I guess like, it's something about your form. I mean, there's a panel of judges who rate it. So uh, something I wanted to say is I actually knew a bull rider when I was in high school. Of course you did. Um, he was a common patron at stop. <laughs> stop. No, I don't want to see the death scene again. For folks listening, Jeff is showing. He turned his computer around to show me <laughs> the lightning bolt explosion. Jeff, come on, man. <sighs> Jesus, fuck. Anyway, they're at the bull competition. You knew a bull rider. You knew a bull rider. All right. So they score this somehow. Um, I knew a bull rider. Um, I was like a freshman in high school. Dude was like in his 20s. He came to the roller rink a lot back when I was working. And he was like, you should get into bull riding. I'm like, fuck that. Don't you got to be like 18 to get into that? And he's like, no, I got started when I was 14. 14, he started bull riding. And he talked like that too, by the way. I don't know where that guy is now. But um if that guy's listening to this podcast, like reach out, TravoltinePod at gmail.com. We'll have you on the podcast. Yeah, we'll come. We'll do another episode about Urban Cowboy. But what, what I want to know is like how they score these bull riding contests yeah. or if this movie is just bullshit. Bullshit, you could say. Bull riding shit. Hey. So moving on. Uh, um, <laughs> so they, they go, go to the, the finals. finals. Yep. Um, and it's very dramatic. And Bud wins. Bud wins. He beats he beats Wes. He beats Wes. By a few points. He wins the $5,000 cash prize. And Wes pulls Sissy out of the building. They go into his trailer. And uh, he's like, I'm getting that money. And he pulls so his gun out. packing up. And she's like, I don't want to go to Mexico. And that's and when he starts beating her. He starts beating her brutally. So then, like, I'm going to get that money. And he grabs his gun yeah. and goes in. So cut to Pat and Pam and Bud. And then this is when Pam tells Bud the truth that Sissy's yeah. still in love with you. She wrote a note. I Th- this is up. a very strange movie in which... Uh, like, all of these things happen to coincide with each other. No, not even that. Just Bud's like dramatic, like climax has to be that his new girlfriend tells him, "Hey, maybe it was a bad idea for me to like get in the way of you and your wife. You should go fix that." Like he doesn't get the idea to fix it. Right. She doesn't tell him because Bud's redemption arc is 
bullshit. Yeah, and, and then shit. at the end she's like, yeah, if you want everyone to make your wife jealous again, I'll still be around. Urban Cowgirl, the sequel. Yeah, Urban Cowgirl. Coming right. to you in 2022. So at any rate, um, so then... But he's like, did anyone see... And she's like, yeah, go get Sissy. And then so he's like, yeah, anyone see Sissy? So, so he goes find Sissy who's in the parking lot in the yeah. truck. And she get, he gets her out of the car and he's like, I still love you. And she's like, I love you too. And they embrace. And then he sees that she has a huge black eye. Very beat. He's like, I'm going to go beat that motherfucker. I'm going to go kill him. I'm going to kill him. Yes. And so um, this movie about, I suppose, I guess it's like about breaking down your masculinity ends with this guy being like, I'm going to kill another guy. Yeah. Like he, he's uh, so swallowing he's, his pride. Like yeah, he doesn't he's swallow swallowing his pride. His pride he goes and to giving beat new pride to beat someone else up. Yeah. So that's when he goes but, to Wes. Probably justifiably, but still. And he just beats the shit out yeah, of Wes. Yeah, he beats up Wes. Wes's gun and all this money flies out yeah, of his Yeah, money jacket. flies out of his jacket. He's stealing the prize. And then we find this out. one bouncer who looks like John Goodman runs in. Right. He looks really like John Goodman, I was convinced. It's but not it wasn't. John, it wasn't John Goodman. But uh, he runs in. He's like, hey, break it up, break it up. And he like tears them apart. And they're like, arrest this man. And they walk into like the office and they find like the <laughs> yeah. assistant there like tied, tied up, up, duct, up tape. duct taped. <laughs> Uh, with like the safe broken, like some rap scallion is tied her up against the chair. Yeah. So then that's all said and done. Sissy and Bud, they're back together. They get in the car. They embrace. They kiss. And that's the end. Yeah. That's that's the end of the movie. Is that he gets the girl back by being like, hey, maybe I can spoil my pride and just beat up other men beat instead up of women. Some asshole. So, um, yeah, I have. Um, so something that I needed to like do with this movie is talk about its matching points of Saturday Night Fever. Because essentially, like, the whole overarching theme of this movie is, like, these folks who aren't really cowboys are living in a big city, working their boring jobs, escape every night. The the quote from the director is, This film is a real look at the lifestyle of the mechanized West and the need for fantasy by those in contemporary society who work daily in dangerous jobs. So, in the saloon they go to at night after work, these men create another reality for themselves, almost a small town where they live the cowboy myth. Yeah. Catching outlaws. So, and with Saturday Night Fever, it's exactly the same how John Travolta is a paint salesman. He works a boring job, has family issues at home, and he just yearns for escaping to the Odyssey Dance Club every Saturday night to express his passion of dancing. And it also is like creating a whole new reality for him. So that's one. I mean, so that's like the overarching thing. Also, not to mention the fact that... um, there is a contest with cash money that they have to like cash money. Um, there is um, very a lot of toxic masculinity in this movie as well, and uh, there are da- there is dancing in this movie as well, and there is a love interest that um, does break up. The only difference is in this movie they get back together, although they should not have been getting get they yes. should not have gotten back together. They were a terrible couple. So this movie is in the modern parlance problematic. Yes, I, I would agree to that. So, but yeah, a lot of, a uh, lot of parallels with Saturday Night Fever, only it's just cowboy and country in Texas. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but a decent movie. <coughs> yeah. In spite of all that, I actually liked it a fair bit. Uh, it was, it was enjoyable. It was pretty it was too good. long. It was definitely I, a, too a long. Gentleman seven out of 10. Yeah, I would probably get around six and a half, six point yeah. five out of ten. Yeah, six point five seven is pretty. Yeah, solid. I would probably put around that. Like you know, doesn't be Saturday Night Fever, doesn't be Carrie, 
I would say it beats Boy in the Plastic Bubble. I'd say it beats Devil's Reign. Um, and it definitely beats Moment by Moment. Moment by Moment is the masterpiece, as we talked about for 12 hours yesterday. Um, <laughs> we started that. Fun, fun fact about this movie. It actually started a music movement called Urban Cowboy. Oh, God. This, this soundtrack album sold really well. Is this like the rich country music that we hear? where it's essentially, like, Yeah, essentially like the more modernized like city-style country. Like, like what, what was that? Uh, Essentially, the soundtrack Bo, of this Bo Burnham. Movie. Bo Burnham had a great like country yeah. song. Spoof. His country song, a big truck, yeah, <laughs> cold beer, <laughs> yeah. But essentially, the soundtrack of this movie was a lot of urban cowboy style and started yeah. the movement. Uh, so I actually found a lot of interesting dissertations online about this movie's impact on the music scene. Yeah, um, that we're not going to get into too much because this isn't a music podcast, and I didn't understand some of what they were talking about. Right, it's because I'm not too familiar with music history yeah um but it's interesting that this movie which did not make as much as greece or santa fever which was expected to still had a lasting impact in that regard you know what else started a cultural uh, created a cultural impact what Saturday Night fever with disco yes well Saturday Night fever was kind of the end of disco yeah but then it, it, it reinvigorated like, it, it reinvigorated it for another year or two and then died yeah we're still dealing with urban cowboy music today we are that's definitely true but uh, Travolta also said this was the most fun he ever had filming a movie. And the most physical. Yeah, because he got to hang out in Houston with a bunch of cowboys, ride a bowl, drink beer. <laughs> yeah. He went to that actual bar every night, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say, like, if anything, watch it for the beard. Yeah. And then... This is a movie that is worth a watch. And even when he shaves his beard, just keep watching it. I mean, like I said, it is definitely um, well within its own time. Um in terms of its, you know, misogyny and all that. Um, you, can I talk about one other thing now? Yeah. I want to read the comments under this video of Uncle Bob's death. What? Go, <laughs> let's see it. Let, so let's see it. Top comment. Uncle Bob was a good guy. <laughs> Sad when he died. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob. Response comment. Yeah, but I've searched the guy who played him and he's still kicking. <laughs> he's still kicking? Um, wow. Next comment. There isn't one thing to dislike in Uncle Bob. He's the only person to go to when you're looking for an answer. Oh, wow. That's really nice. I wish I had an Uncle Bob in oh, my you know family. What? I think I've seen this guy in other movies. Barry Corbin. He looks like a cowboy. He looks like an urban cowboy. He does look like an urban cowboy. Look up Barry Corbin on uh, IMDb, folks. R.I.P. Uncle Bob. He was on Better Call Saul. This was the funniest part. <laughs> what? Oh, that's the comment? Yeah. He was on uh, the ranch. My and dad, then there's a bunch of people actually like disserting this movie as a <gasps> movie about the seven deadly oh, sins. Oh, you know what? So you remember? I think it was uh, No Country for Old Men. You remember the gas station scene? Is that him? Because he's Ellis. I think he's the gas station attendant guy. Well, I'm confirming this. When he's like, you want to flip a coin. It's, it's, not, it's not that guy. It's, it's, not it that is, guy. it's this guy. Uh, this guy. I mean, I'm showing you something that or this is an audio format. No one right. Can see what no I'm one's gonna about. see what we're talking about, but that's okay. What? Which guy is he? Um, there's an ad before this video. I don't, oh. I don't, I'll show it to you when it's done. But this is uh, um, this is Barry Corbin and uh, Th this guy, this guy. Oh, he's the guy who's like, you can't stop what's coming. Talking with Tommy. Lee oh, okay. No Country for All Men, a movie we're not covering because John Travolta's not in it. But great movie that if you haven't seen, you should watch. You should definitely watch. I mean, I highly doubt anyone who's listened to this podcast hasn't seen No Country for All Men. But. He's still kicking and still making movies, man. He was in Better Call Saul. 
and the ranch. Wow. Yeah, he's still he's still he's still working. And he's over eighty. He's Uncle Bob had the balls to tell like it is. Well, I mean, one of them was plastic. I mean, oh, yeah, important fact: Uncle Bob has a plastic ball in this movie. When was this? It's talked about he lost one of his testicles while bull riding, and it's replaced by plastic. Important note for this movie um, that this commenter just reminded me. I totally forgot about that. Thank you, YouTube commenter. Yeah. So loved Uncle Bob. Uncle I hated Bob. Uncle Bob. Everyone's. <laughs> I feel solidarity in all these people getting upset about Uncle Bob's death. He was a great character. Really great character, offered some great advice. Small guy who uh, exploded. Yeah. Well, you know, another Saturday Night Fever uh, callback parallel is, you know, a close figure to the protagonist dies, tragically. Yeah. Except instead of his friend uh, falling off a bridge, his Uncle Bob exploded. (laughs) Okay. I'm never going to get it. You got to stop saying he he exploded. He explodes. (laughs) (laughs) He dies because of an explosion (laughs) that happened nearby. Like, he doesn't physically explode (laughs) on camera, Jeff. Like, don't get these people's hopes up. A lightning bolt strikes the silo he's next to. An explosion uh, hits, and then he dies. Yeah, he, he dead as hell. But, yeah. uh, he's not like chopped up in a little bit pieces. It's still PG. T- t- TBD. There was a there was a fire. He burned to a crisp. Anyway, they, it wasn't an open casket. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. We we do not. Anyway, uh, that was Urban Cowboy. That was Urban Cowboy. Thank you all so much for listening. Got about hour and twenty minutes into this. Hell man. yeah. That was quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better than our sixteen hour moment by moment episode. So Yeah. Yeah. You, you folks have already listened to that. Thank you for uh Thank you for uh enduring that sixteen hour moment yeah. by moment yeah. podcast. Um but yeah, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh us talking about Urban Cowboy and kind of losing our minds over it a little bit. Yeah. Good movie. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Make sure to turn in next week for our episode on Blowout. Uh, yeah. We're going to have a good friend of mine on as uh, our special guest. Uh, make sure to rate, review, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on if you enjoyed the show. Uh, as a reminder, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So travolting on any of them, and we will pop up. Four ways to watch us. Yes, four ways. If you want to be really overzealous, you can do all four. I have friends who are doing all four. Really? Yeah. I mean, same, but... They're not yeah. listening actively on all four. No, nah, not actively. Yeah, we've just exposed ourselves as in artificially inflating our numbers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, we are. <laughs> totally. Uh, you can find us at Travolting Pod on Twitter Instagram for updates, fun stuff. Any questions you have, you can tweet at us and we'll respond. Uh, you can pop into our Reddit, r slash Travolting. I haven't updated it since the Devil's Reign <laughs> episode. Uh but it's there. Yeah, it's there. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at TravoltingPodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at Jeff W. Sweeney. Stuart Elmore. You can find me on Instagram at Stuart Elmore 95. And finally, special thanks to Rebecca Johnson for our graphic design. We love you, Rebecca. Michael Van Bodegum Smith for our theme music. That we is love now you, taking you out. It's taking you out right now. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next week. See ya.